Well, this is Dan Jones to share another quiet talk with you today. Isaiah famously said to God, here am I, send me. I grew up hearing that verse. It was used to inspire young people, especially to follow the call of God to ministry and quite often foreign mission work. I always found it moving. I still do. We talk a lot about the call to ministry. By this, we mean that certain people are led individually by God to become pastors or missionaries. But is this what the Bible teaches about being called? Is God's call just for a select few? We often invoke Romans 8:28, which says that all things work together for good for those who love God. But it doesn't stop there. Let's look at the entire verse. And we know that God causes all things to work together for good for those or to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. <clears throat> so does this promise just apply to pastors and missionaries? Of course not. It applies to all true believers in Christ. And all Christians have been called by God in accordance with his eternal purpose for them. Jesus said that his sheep know his voice. Are you one of his sheep? Why would you need to know his voice if he never plans to call you? I could go on, but the point is, we are all called by God, not just to be Christians, but to, to serve him in this world. You don't have to be the pastor of a church to serve God. So in reality, Isaiah's call is for all of us. God desires to send you to the work he has laid out for you, will you respond? I want to talk about a man in the Old Testament who was sent. The circumstances of his sending were unusual, to say the least. The man I'm talking about is Joseph, the son of Jacob and Rachel. I won't take the time to tell his whole story. It takes up about 23 chapters in Genesis. Just to summarize, Joseph was his daddy's favorite. This didn't set well with his ten brothers, so they sold him into slavery in Egypt. Their original plan was to kill him, but the oldest, Reuben, prevented them from doing this. So Joseph is taken far away from his home as a slave. I can't imagine experiencing something like this, never seeing your family and your home again, and being forced to work for people who have very different beliefs and ideals from the way you were brought up. Joseph's experience is mentioned in Psalm 105. Let's look at what it says. When God summoned a famine on the land and broke all supply of bread, he had sent a man ahead of them, Joseph, who was sold as a slave. His feet were hurt with fetters. His neck was put in a collar of iron until what he had said came to pass. The word of the Lord tested him. The king sent and released him. The ruler of the peoples set him free. He made him lord of his house and ruler of all his possessions to bind his princes at his pleasure and to teach his elders wisdom. This famine, of course, occurred in the days when Jacob and his family were living in Canaan. When the psalmist says he sent a man ahead of them, the them, of course, refers to Jacob and his family. The point of this talk is to look at the way God sent Joseph. 
The sending involved Joseph being thrown into a pit and then sold to slave traders who took him away in shackles. When I was a boy in church and heard messages about being called by God, being treated like this never entered my mind. Instead, I believed I would hear this glorious inner voice calling. I would go to the elders who would joyfully affirm my call, and then I would enter the full-time ministry. Now, let me say that that's actually pretty much how it happened with me. But in living out the call for the last 45 years or so, I have come through some times that were, shall we say, not that easy. Do you think Joseph ever wondered what God was doing with him? We never read of him complaining. On the contrary, he, he endured it all quite patiently. He served faithfully as a slave, even though at one time he was falsely accused of raping his master's wife and was thrown into prison. But even in the prison, he was faithful and was put in charge of everything there by the keeper of the prison. He didn't bang his tin cup on the bars and scream, I've been framed, even though that was true. Think about your own situation. I know a lot of people, Christian people, who are in very difficult times right now. Maybe you are as well. Perhaps your circumstances are shackling you, so so to speak, and you feel you're not free. You know, like Joseph, Joseph, whose feet were hurt by fetters and whose neck was put into a collar of iron. But in those chains and in that iron collar, God was sending him. God had a plan to do much good through Joseph's life. But before that plan could be carried out, Joseph had to be severely tested. Listen again to Psalm 105. His feet were hurt with fetters. His neck was put in a collar of iron until what he had said came to pass, the word of the Lord tested him. What he had said referred to some dreams that Joseph had when he was still living in peace in his father's house. You can read about those dreams in Genesis 37. I would encourage you to do so. The dreams were about a great work God was going to do through this young man. His family rejected his dreams. They were offended by them, but they were from God nevertheless. And before those dreams could be fulfilled, some testing had to take place in the life of this young man, Joseph. It says, the word of the Lord tested him. I take that to mean that his testing was decreed by God. When we are suffering We don't like to think that God planned it all. Doesn't God love us? Of course he does. He loves us and wants us to know the blessed fulfillment of being used mightily by him. When I was young, I had great visions of what God was going to do through me. I can't say that I had very many visions of the things that have actually happened in my life, things that at the time I resisted, things that When they were happening, I wish they wouldn't. Come to think of it, I had absolutely no visions of these times of testing. But God knew what he was planning. And I've come to realize that God is very wise and knows better than me how to carry out his plan for my life. But I must admit that there have been times when, unlike Joseph, I banged my tin cup on the bars and complained that I didn't belong in prison I complained about how the chains hurt my wrists and ankles and 
how much the iron collar around my neck was a hindrance to my plans. If I can be quite direct with you, my precious friend, I have an idea that I might be speaking to someone today who is also complaining in some way about the shackles on them. Let me tell you with all the confidence in the world that if God has called you, then he has plans to use your life to save others. These shackles that are on you now are not forever. One day, Joseph's shackles were replaced by the signet ring of Pharaoh and fine linen garments, and the iron collar around his neck was replaced with a gold chain. Don't give up. Don't quit. God is working in your life, and it will turn out to be beautiful. Heavenly Father, I pray you'll give special special grace to those who are going through hard times, who feel shackled today by circumstances, by maybe family situations, health situations, financial situations, Father God. Help them not to give up and not to stop believing they've been called by God. They've been called by God to save people through the grace and the power of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ that they will share in their lives. Father God, bless those listening today in Jesus' name. Amen. My dear friends, we are trying to save people, to let God, to see God save them through the witness of the Word of God, the the gospel of Jesus Christ in Schenectady, New York. Uh, Our group is called the Bread of Life Anglican Church, and we meet every Sunday at 10 o'clock in the morning at the American Legion Hall, which is at 1809 Union Street in Schenectady. And so please pray for us, and if you're in the area, if you don't have a church home, We would love to meet you and have you worship with us Sunday at 10 o'clock, 1809 Union Street in Schenectady. And as always, you may reach me by email at father.danjones at outlook.com. God bless you.